Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back, ladies, to Girl Water Your Grass. We have such an exciting episode up for you today. Oh, we do. Welcome, everybody. We hope, well, actually, we have a question. Did you sign up for our newsletter yet? Just a reminder, it is girlwateryourgrass.com, and you just get to sign up for our newsletter, and you will be getting a monthly newsletter giving you ways to water your grass. So just a reminder, Today, we're talking about boundaries. <laughs> All the things, boundaries, the good, the bad, how to have them, where to yes. go. It's a fine line, right? Sometimes it we're is. too rigid and sometimes we're too loose. And yeah. this is something personally, Maria and I have both worked on a lot over the past couple of months, several months, I guess. Yeah. And we really feel like we've made a lot of progress and we just want to share <laughs> a lot of that with you all yeah. and hopefully help you. You know, if you start at the bottom, you got one way to go, right? Because that was something where I definitely was not very good at boundaries at all. So this has been a big learning curve for me and a really good learning curve. And I think I used to think of boundaries as, well, that just seems, you know, that's insensitive to people or um, that's mean or unkind or unloving. And, And really what I came to discover is that boundaries are simply knowing where I end and where someone else begins. So it's really a respect thing for both me as well as the other person. And that's powerful. That. Mm-hmm. It's, so, it's so powerful because I think so many times, like you said, when we think it's because we're being insensitive or we don't care, sometimes it's making ourselves mean more than we maybe should. And it becomes about us instead of about them. And just, you know, holding boundaries for ourselves and a, a level of accountability for others. And then also respecting other people's boundaries and just knowing that if somebody can't do something for us today, it's not about us. We have to remember not to take it so personally, right? Yeah. And it's just that they have to honor what their work of the day is. Mm-hmm. And so knowing where we end and someone else begins, touch mm-hmm. a crucial skill and a skill is what it is, right? It is a skill. And Dr. Henry Cloud, he has actually a really good book called Boundaries. A lot of people have read it. He has um, just the book Boundaries. And then I think he has one Boundaries in Dating and Boundaries in Marriage. And um, they're awesome, but it really helps to help you to learn that skill set in a way that um, it, it's very practical. So let's let's talk a little bit about that. You know, what does that look like? What would you say, MK? Because you and I have talked about, you know, how do you hold that line? What does that look like? And what can come from, 
from doing that? That's a great question. And I think, you know, holding the line and knowing what you will and will not do, and you can be very loving. You don't have to be a jerk about it, nor should you be, and not making it mean anything about you or the other person. So you can honor each other and still keep boundaries. And the conversation is so, so much. All the time we talk a lot about how words are really just 7% of what we say, but it's tonality and body language. It's really not about what we say, but it's how we say it and how we're thinking of it. Are we trying to, um, you know, my lack of boundaries as I dug into it was a lot of wanting to be the hero and wanting to be the savior for a lot of people. I will not ever be the savior, nor will, was I ever designed to be the savior. And everything we do should actually point to the savior, right? And so as I dug into it of like, yes, there are some people you should absolutely, I mean, Maria calls me at two o'clock in the morning, I am there because we are very close, right? And just knowing like that there's times when we say, I, I would love to talk to you, but I just can't. And that's because so many times we say yes to everything. We say no to the people we love the most. And I know we've talked about that some on here, um, but I was finding in my own life that I was saying no to my own family so much and trying to be everything to everyone and just really setting up boundaries has helped me so much in creating, like, I would love to talk to you about this. This is the time yeah. I can do that. And, you know, just really holding other people accountable to coming in at the time that I'm able to be present for them yeah. and not be half in and half out. And my husband always tells me, you can't really multitask. No one can. No. You want to be, it, yeah. it help, has helped me be more present and all in to whoever I'm with at the time. You know, the other thing with boundaries too, is it also helps you to not carry resentment. Cause I think sometimes we, at least I know that for me, I was such a yes person that I would say yes to everyone and anyone. And I would drop everything I was doing, even things that I really needed to do to go help someone. And not that the heart of that is bad, right? Like it's, it's beautiful to love people well and to want to, but also if you don't take into account um, your needs as well, again, not in a narcissistic way, not in an over the top way, but to be aware of their responsibilities that we have. And I know you guys have heard us talk about responsibilities but it gives you the freedom when we have proper boundaries, it gives you the freedom to really be fully present and to show up in a really beautiful way versus a place from a place of resentment. So good. And, and really knowing when to hold the boundaries, like mm -hmm. when to be a friend and when to, to not be so rigid in that. And I know Maria, we were just talking before yeah. about, you had a great example from this past weekend that I would love for you to share. And let me tell you yeah. all, Maria is we drop boundaries for anyone. <laughs> so she's such a giver. Um, but tell us a little bit about how that might look. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty big with, um, now I've been in a bit of a transition over the last month or so, uh, with a move and everything. But, um, I, one of the things is I'm pretty big on my Sunday evening is pretty coveted space. I, I, you know, I, I don't get on my phone. Typically I, um, I go to bed early on Sunday nights. I make my schedule for my week. I just, for me, I love a good miracle morning, which is early. And I have very systematic stuff that I do. And, um, but there was a situation that happened last night where I had checked something and saw that actually one of my dear, um, friends who've been friends for a long time, her, uh, her brother-in-law, um, and I knew her sister, I knew, you know, this, I knew this whole family very well, um, died very suddenly. And so of course I was like, oh my goodness, you know, so 
reached out and um, my schedule went out, out the door, you know, but, and so as a result, my morning this morning, you know, was, was very, um, my schedule was not what it normally would be on a Monday morning, but that was a situation where that needed to come first versus my typical Sunday evening boundary, right? So there are times in being a good friend and in being a good family member or good, you know, um, being the kind that, that like, I personally want to be, I hold those boundaries and at the same time, they're not rigid boundaries and there's a difference, right? Right. Absolutely. And it's just such a beautiful example and knowing the ebb and flow and when to love on people and when to, mm-hmm. when to rein it in and when not to be rigid, because yeah. it is a fine line of holding your, your accountability. So, you know, if somebody wants to call you for the seventh time and complain about their boyfriend that broke up with them and keep you up till two o'clock in the morning, that's where you should have a boundary. Right now, if something like that happened to you last night, that's where you, where you should be able to ebb and flow with that. Right. So yeah. it is really in, in learning what is, when's the time to do this and when's the time to do that. It's a dance, right? And really also not making it mean something about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think sometimes we will judge people's character rather than their behavior. Like she didn't Mm -hmm. want to talk to me right now. She's so insensitive. She's so this, we have no idea what's going on in other people's lives. Yes. And it's something for us to always remember is, you know, their boundary or their boundary or lack thereof is probably not about me. It's about them. And so as we dig into this and really talk about holding boundaries, Mm -hmm. just really also holding ourselves accountable Mm -hmm. to not judge people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the behavior might be hurtful, but when we accuse people and say they are this way, it's actually declaring them. It's giving them an I am statement. And it is not acting in the Christian way that we should. So when someone does hold a boundary, we can sometimes make it mean something about us that is, is very judgmental. So checking yourself on that. Um, yeah, let's see real quick on that too. Cause we don't, we don't know the whole story, right? It was funny. Actually, I had a, <laughs> a situation a couple weekends ago and I, I was um, uh, wanting to get, I don't remember what it was now, but something, um, on this, this app, let go, probably some of you guys know this, but, um, and so I sent a message to the person saying, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm really interested in coming to see you again. I don't even remember what it was now. And, um, and I had, I could tell that I had seen on, on the thing that they had seen my message, but they didn't reply. And I, you know, after an hour after I was, I was going, why are they not answering <laughs> <laughs> and I was so making it mean something about you. <laughs> totally. And then a friend of mine, he started like, he's like, Maria, sometimes people just don't respond to these things like until Monday. And I was going, oh, and, and I think sometimes even on social media or text, we do that where you can see if someone has seen the message. Right. And we can make these assumptions. Oh my gosh, they're purposely not answering me because blah, 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 blah. Right. And we make up all these things when the reality is, what if we actually assumed that, okay, they saw the message, but they can't reply right now. They're with their, or what if their kids saw the message and they have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it happens. And it actually, when we make assumptions, Mm -hmm. it can lead to a lot of hurt and a lot of heartache that is completely unnecessary. Yeah. That's probably a whole nother podcast, but (laughs) when we, when we fail to set boundaries and when we don't hold people accountable, Mm -hmm. we tend to make ourselves feel in a way that is completely, we can feel used or we can feel like 
we're disappointing people and that's not necessarily the case, right? Right. So just knowing, going back to your original thought, Maria, of like where I end and where you begin is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's pivot here just a little bit and talk about boundaries just with our time during the week versus the weekends. And I know Maria and I have both talked a lot about this. Tell us a little bit about going off the radar on the weekends. <laughs> that really okay. has changed your life because yeah. you're, you're a yes girl, right? Yeah. So I, um, I, I, <laughs> I look back at, at how poor my boundaries were uh, for so long because I, again, I would be replying. I would be on the phone all the time, replying to people. I would, and, and, and as a result, I wasn't present with the people that I was with in that moment. Right. And I look back and I'm going, oh my goodness what a poor friend I was or what a poor sister or daughter, you know, in that moment. And again, we learn from it, right? We don't dwell on it. You can't, you know, we can't fix packs, but you learn from those things. And one of the things I learned was, okay, when I am present with the person I'm, when I'm sitting across from someone, my phone is put away and I'm going to be present. Here is where I am. And, and, you know, when someone may call during that time or may text and I'm so sorry, I will get it afterwards. Right. And the other part with that is, I started noticing I, I'm a pretty, pretty hard worker and I just, very hard. <laughs> I, yeah. And I, I just, I, you know, during the week I, I go at it and I started realizing, and I was doing it on the weekends too. And finally I realized I need to take a weekend where I'm just not available how I've been. And it kind of started with going camping because the phone didn't have service anyways. And I was like, oh, that was actually really refreshed. And I I would come back ready to go to town again. And it was amazing the difference. And so I started uh, after doing that several times and, you know, people had tried texting and I didn't get the text. So I, you know, got back into service on Sunday and, um, and they they were okay. Right. Like they made it through the weekend without uh, touching. You have to be the savior. (laughs) I didn't have to be the savior. Exactly. Was not about me. And, and I started realizing I need to actually start to do this more often. So now on the weekends, I kind of go off the radar and I let people know if you text me on the weekend or email me on the weekend, there's a good chance that I won't get back to you until either Sunday night or Monday, probably Monday, you know? And it's, again, it's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't care about you. This is just something I've realized for me. I need that space away from my phone and I need that space to just be present with the people I'm with, with the stuff that I'm doing around the house or whatever it is. And it, from a brain, body, soul, emotional, mental, spiritual, you know, it has been a game changer. So that's, that's one of the things I've done. Talk to me and can, I know you had really worked on phone boundaries as well. Talk to me about, let's, let's tell our listeners what you have learned from that, what you've been doing. And that's something that um, has really, really changed the course of my life because I think, you know, we've, Maria and I have also talked about, we may have talked about on here how I have a naturally built-in family. Maria does not. So she would literally could just work all the time, which is not good. So you have to have that time to stop. Yeah. For me, I'll have my kids come in and interrupt, but because I was just constantly responding to messages, emails, text messages, voicemails, all the things, I was never really present with anyone. Mm. And so just taking this time, like I do put my phone completely away. I have, I started probably a couple of years ago, um, 
I don't sleep with a phone in the bedroom. I know a lot of people sleep with their phone next to their beds and I highly recommend bad for your, <laughs> it's so bad for you. The blue light, yeah. the, the radiation, but the number one excuse I hear is, well, it's my alarm. Well, people, they do still sell the alarm clocks with the big red numbers. They have them and they're actually really inexpensive. You should check it out. Um, but you know, it's, um, something that I took that to a whole new level of, I try to put my phone completely away. Um, about seven o'clock at night, whenever we start family prayers. And then there's times throughout the day, if I'm trying to create and work on some content or write something, or I have a private meeting with a coach, coaching someone or whatever that may be, if my phone is around me and I hear it go off, I'm, it's a distraction. So I leave, literally leave my phone in the kitchen on the docking station. If you've texted me seven hours ago, I, there's a very good chance I may not have seen it, especially if I'm on working, I want to be so present with these ladies. And Maria and I always say, like, when people say, what do you do? I'm like, we love women back into life. That's it's what we do. Of- We're loving women into life. And yeah. it's just such a gift. But when you aren't fully present, you're not being the best version of yourself to help them okay. and be the gifts that you're called to be. Yeah. So really those phone boundaries have helped me um, be more present and be a better, hopefully gift to these women. But on a more personal level, it's helped me to be more present with my husband and my kids. Mm. Um, not scrolling, not, you know, just checking this and checking that. And just for me, the biggest thing was responding to text messages. So I've really tried to move people to, I've give an hour a month where I'm just going to be online. If you have any questions, just come to this time. And it's, it's a great way for me to be present for both. Yeah. It's really helped me a lot. Mm. Those phone boundaries, you know, I, I, again, and I think we can look at the different areas of our lives and say, what are some areas that it's not healthy because this is about being healthy, right? It's about being the best version of ourselves. It's about really letting our yes be yes and our no be no. It's about showing up the way we want to show up and being present the way that we want to be present and not being rigid with that as well, you know? And so kind of, so working on that, uh, that balance with that. And then on the flip side, respecting other people's boundaries too. And let's talk real quick about how do you hold that line? How do you have that conversation with someone? What is that? Bri, like? You're so good at this. And you have <laughs> taught me so much about this of like, you know, you go back to your wiring, right? Like, but, yeah. but I really want to help them. I really want to help them. Well, you can't help everyone. And when you say yes to everyone else, you say no to your family, like we've talked about, yeah. or just even just the work that God has for you to get done in the day. Yeah. Um, and then you're up all hours of the night. So you have been so good with me at just saying like, when you have that conversation, like you are so intentional about saying, this doesn't mean I don't love you. Yeah. I just have this work that I need to get done today. And here's the time that will work for me. Will this work for you? Mm-hmm. And giving and, and finding that mutual time that it works for both of you is actually the most respect you can give someone. And I know I'm reading this book right now, Renee Brown's Dare to Lead. It's so good. And she talks about how we think, oh, we're actually helping them whenever we're just want to be really nice, but clear is kind and mm-hmm. unclear is unkind. And oh, that's, that's so good. So good because it's true. We mm. make it mean, oh, we're just trying to save their feelings. It's actually the nicer thing. It's like when you know when you're dating someone and you know you're gonna break up, if you drag it out and date them for another year, that's actually really the mm. more unkind mm-hmm. thing to do, right? Same thing with a difficult conversation. If you need to have it or you need to set a boundary, being very clear on what, where you are, what you can and can't do 
Mm. You know, I, I had somebody reach out to me last week and say, you know, I really want to work with you privately. I don't have the capacity. I'm full right now, but I wanted to help her. But I know that I just, I just can't. Yeah. And I had to just really say, like, this isn't because I don't love you. I'm just at capacity. Yeah. Let me help you find the person that can help you. Yeah. Um, so I just think always prefacing every conversation with love and wanting to do the best thing for the soul in front of you always. Yeah and um making it again not about us right yeah I think also one of the things it, it, you're not telling the other person you have to do this you're saying listen this is my boundary so for example if someone's speaking to you in a way that is not respectful right you can ask them to please not do that and then putting the boundary in place would be saying rather than saying look if you do that again you're gonna blah 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 right you're saying listen I would like to ask you to not speak to me that way if you do, I will walk away. I will hang up the phone. I will. So you're, you're explaining, you're just saying, this is what I will do. So you're putting that boundary in place and letting them know if this behavior happens, this is what I need to do. And this is what I will do. Right. And so it's a lot of times people think, oh, I'm putting a boundary on someone and it's something you're doing to that person. It's not, you're simply dictating. These are the actions actually that I will do if this happens. And so you're, you're taking, yes, you're taking responsibility for your behavior just as they, and you're giving them the option to take responsibility for their, their choice. Right. Yeah. And that's the gift of free will. And that's so good, Maria, because as women, we mm-hmm. tend to walk away instead of having those, deep, mm. those difficult conversations. And we know a lot of times men will get in there in the ring and they will, yeah. uh, fight, but a lot of times women will walk away and we're wired that way and go make an emotional connection with someone else. And you are so good with this MK. I just need to brag on her for a minute. I have learned so much (laughs) about having difficult conversations from you because you step into the, even though you don't love it, it's not a fun conversation necessarily. You're, you're unabashed. Like you step into that with so much confidence and still love because you're like, no, this conversation needs to happen if I love this person, right. If I love these people, like, and you do that so fearlessly, I'm always wanting to needing to like channel my inner MK. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't like, know what it is. No, you're sweet. I actually did my senior thesis in college, like a 50 page, I think it was 56 pages on conflict resolution. And what we really see is that we tend to run away from conflict when most of the time it's a miscommunication or it can be an invitation to rise. It's mm-hmm. not to, that's why we have to be so careful in how we handle it. Because when we say you're just being mean, you're a meanie, whatever, meanie is like the word <laughs> aroma with my five-year-old right now. That's a bad word. Um, that's, that is not productive, right? But when we say, you know, you know, when, when you come at me this way, I really feel like you're not valuing blah, 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 whatever it is. And we really talk about the behaviors that's changeable, right? When we give somebody an I am statement, it's not changeable, but difficult conversations have to be had. We are all human. None of us are perfect. We are all imperfect people. We all have things that we need to work on all the time. And if we run away from difficult conversations, we never make progress. Mm. And, you know, I see that in a lot of relationships. Nobody wants to have a difficult conversation. No. How do you ever reach that next level of virtue? And you know, it's so interesting with that too. Boundaries are also honesty. You know, boundaries are honesty. And I I was listening to um, to Jordan Peterson this morning and he's, he's so fascinating to me for those of you who haven't, he's just so good. Oh, he's so good. He has just amazing life lessons, but something that he was talking about, he was being interviewed and Lewis house, he asked him, he said, you know, you've, 
you said that you've, he's been married for, I don't know, I think close to 50 years. But he said he, when you asked him, he says, I've loved my life, my wife for 50 years. And and Lewis was asking him, you know, what do you think is one of the secrets to that? What do you think has, has helped you to love and to sustain this for so long, this relationship? And he said, honesty. He said, you are honest. He's like, we don't ever lie. We don't lie to each other. We don't lie to those. Right. And then he said, and, and he kept coming back to always tell the truth. And that just really stood out to me. And so boundaries are honesty. You know, you're holding that line and you're not having to lie about this. So you're just saying, listen, this, this is just like, I'm off my time, my phone during this time, you know, or okay. I am. I know I come back to them because that was a big place of, of needed boundaries. For all of us, everyone in our culture yeah. today, it is. And, oh. and boundaries, not only with other people, but with yourself. That's yeah. a phone issue, right? Mm. We have to have boundaries with ourselves. I love what John Gottman says, where he says, boundaries mean having compassion for our own limits mm. while still keeping our hearts open. So good. Isn't that so good? So we just encourage you to water your own grass by digging into what are your boundaries Where do they start? Where do I start? And where do I end your boundaries within yourself before you can ever even think about boundaries with other people? You have to know what is your capacity? What are, what are your limits? And so we just encourage you to dig into that this week. And we would love to know what you have learned about boundaries because we're, we're in this process still, you know, we are still, again, we know, and you know, from listening to us here at Grow Water Your Grass, we don't ever arrive. <laughs> never arrive. Yep, we never arrive. It's a continue onward and upward. So we would love to hear what your experience with boundaries has been, how you implement them, what are some of your boundaries around the phones, time, any of the things. Talk to us That's about right. it. And if you like what you're hearing, like, share, download. It helps us out whenever Five, you give a review. Videos, <laughs> give a review, comment. We want to hear from you. And yes. we want to hear what else you want to hear about. So, yes. and again, if you have not subscribed to our newsletter, go to girlwateryourgrass.com and do that today. Y'all have a beautiful week. We'll see you next time on Girl Water Your Grass. Your